from San Diego, California. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the necessity of the quickie in different seasons of your marriage. An athlete, Kristen Armstrong, had this to say about the seasons. She said, when the seasons shift, even the subtle beginning, the scent of a promised change, I feel something stir inside of me. Hopefulness, gratitude, openness, whatever it is, it is welcome. We're going to be talking about uh, the quickie in those different seasons of marriage. But before we do, those of you that have been around a while know that we love to start each and every show with a hug, a little bit of love from the one audience. And if this is your first time listening to One Extraordinary Marriage, we are so excited to have you here. Yep. This is something that we do. It's a special time during the show where we talk about you know, how the show has impacted you. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's 10 Ways to Initiate Sex. And this is, you know, even if you're the one that usually initiates sex, you can still learn how to break sexual tension and have your spouse responding in no time, how to have fun in the situation while loving and respecting each other. So if you want to know more, and I know you do, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate. And this came from a husband and he said, I am normally the high desire spouse and I'm charged with the initiation responsibility on a regular basis. Well, I just wanted to let you know that my wife took the initiation lead yesterday, but she called it instigation. Nice Freudian slip, but how cool is it to instigate sex rather than a fight? Love you guys. That's good. That's good. We love that one because it's great to hear that a wife in his case, because his wife is the low desire spouse is that she is taking, she's taking the lead, mm-hmm. right? She's stepping up and you can hear the appreciation in her husband's response right. that, you know what? It was nice to be on the receiving end of that, of that initiation or instigation as they used. And I, guys, I will tell you 10 ways to initiate sex. You want to go check that out because it's going to give you resources. If you're the one that initiates all the time, if you're the one that never initiates, Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate and pick that up for the two of you for tonight or today yeah. or yeah. whenever you're listening to this. So, you know, Tony said at the top of the show, we're going to be talking about the quickie. And, you know, for some of you, just hearing that we've got the quickie in our marriage may be a shock. If you haven't been listening to us for a while, those of you that have been around for the last five and a half years know that Tony and I believe the quickie is a valuable piece to your sexual toolbox. Yes. And the reason for that is that sometimes you only have a little bit of time and some seasons of your marriage, you only have a little bit of time and you know, seasons change in marriage. I hope that you're all aware of it. Newlyweds. I'm just giving you a heads up. Things ebb and flow over the course of time. Tony and I are going on Well, we've been together 21 years. This October, it'll be 19 years that we've been married and we've had lots of different seasons. Right. And we're in, and we're in one right now. That's why this is coming up. Right. You know, that's why this is, we're, we're looking over our notes and what we've talked about in the past. And, you know, I I was going, 
looking back over our own marriage, you know, since school got out, even before school got out, and what's been changing for us in our sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. And this is something that's been coming up regularly. Well, and so for those of you that are listening to this in the future, this is being recorded in the summer of 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of changes are going on with one Mm -hmm. in a good way. A lot of momentum building, a lot of growth going on with the company. We have children that are in middle school and elementary school, Mm -hmm. very active children. We, you know, are just experiencing a lot of different things, just like you. Right. And the other part of that is that we still have this commitment to each other for the intimacy lifestyle. Right. And for those of you that have never heard the phrase intimacy lifestyle or even scheduling sex, check out episode 140, mm-hmm. scheduling sex. But that's something that we have committed to. It's been woven into the fabric of our marriage for the last seven, six, six, six. seven, six years. I lost count. You know, it all kind of blends together after like two. But because of that, we've got this commitment and we're in a different season. You know, some seasons we have seemingly nothing going on. I mean, that's, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but we have a lot more time, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, long drawn out lovemaking sessions where you've got all this time and the house is quiet and you can just, you know, you can go for an hour or two. Yeah, those are great. And then sometimes you're like, wow, we're, you know, we got stuff going on. We got about uh, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's get naked. Right. And we're in one of those seasons. And for those of you that have kids at home during the summer, you know what I'm talking about. There are just extra bodies around all the time. Right. And I think even for us too, as, as the kids have gotten older, that also changes that dynamic. One of the things that I've recognized lately, and Elise have brought it up, is you know there, there are things going on. Um, and so at the end of the day, we're tired. But we're, 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 we're honestly just, hey, you know what? It's okay. We want to just go to bed. It's, it's 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. It's like, I'm done. Let, let's just go to bed. And so what's, what's ended up happening um, in the recent past here is that we're doing a lot more morning sex. Hello, morning sex. We're, we're awake, sex. which is something that we both really enjoy, you know, that we're both conscious and awake and mm-hmm. enjoying this moment. Not, s- not that we don't enjoy sex in the evening. Right. It's just that sometimes when you're like kind of in that semi-sleep dozing off state and your partner's making the move, you're like, oh, wait a minute, I got to come back to consciousness here. <laughs> hold, hold on. Let, oh. me, let me, And that's usually me. Like, well, well, let, me, let me refocus here. Refocus. That, you say that's usually you, but it was a couple of weeks ago that I'm seriously, we're into foreplay and I just conk out. <laughs> I'm just done. Like, I don't even remember anything more it, it was just done i fell asleep and elisa woke up the next morning she's like what happened to you and honestly i just i conked out i was done I, I it was a long day and as much as i know it was i think it was a monday so i still had tuesday to initiate which worked out great because then i could do morning sex on tuesday morning and um still make, and, the still make it go and yet that morning was a quickie because we realized the time that we had, uh, again, kids are at home. Uh, we want to just be able to enjoy each other and not, you know, bag out on our commitment to each other. And so a lot of it for me is I want to just discuss the quickie because I think it gets a bad rap sometimes and people can feel 
almost guilty. Um, they can, you can feel sort of like, oh gosh, you know, I didn't, I got for a guy anyways, I got all the pleasure here. Mm-hmm. I got all the pleasure. I wasn't able to satisfy my wife. Is she happy with that? And I, I want us to discuss that a little bit and how Elisa and I have overcome that because I've definitely have had those feelings in the past and I don't think they're, they're good at all. They're not. They're not because if I talk to Elisa and say, hey, did you really enjoy that? She would tell you yes. And so it's through that emotional intimacy that I've been able to recognize and realize that this is also, you know, a time for her, even if she does not have an orgasm. And that's where, you know, discussing expectations. We did a show a couple of years ago called Sexpectations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's that whole idea that you have to discuss what your expectations are for your sex life. And and you have to, you also have to recognize what season you're in. You know, some of you with really little kids, you're in a different season. You know, those of you with newborns, I've seen this like population explosion lately. Like we were at church yesterday and it was like every other woman was carrying a baby. I was like, Oh my gosh, like don't drink the water. Um, No, just kidding. I think it's fabulous. (laughs) I'm just, I'm glad I'm a little bit past the diaper stage. That's all I'm saying. Um, but you see all of this going on, right? And so it's like, what, what do we, what do I want? What are we, excuse me, what are we experiencing right now in our marriage? What season are we in and what can we still do to connect, right? Because just because you're in a season that's really busy or you're in a season where maybe there are health problems, right? That changes your sex life. If there are health issues going on, you know, or you're in a season where, um, you know, the kids are keeping, you know, sport. I mean, we're looking at August guys and I'm telling you football conditioning starts August 3rd. And I know that there's going to be a two and a half hour block Monday through Friday where Alex is going to be gone. That's going to be a different season. Totally. And then once Abby does her silks or other stuff that opens up, gosh, two Tuesday hours, nights. Um, two hours. So w- we can consciousness, right? Two hours, right? Right. You know, but you look at those different seasons and you're like, okay, here's the season that we're in. Like, let's own this, right? Those of you with young kids, those of you with empty nesters, whatever, acknowledge it. That's where you're at. Don't wish yourself past that stage. Let me tell you real quick, the stages, they will come, especially those of you with kids, don't wish yourself past a stage. It'll come faster than you know. Find the ways to connect while you're in the stage. Now, experience life now because... You're going to grow and you're going to learn about each other because as you experience life, your sexual intimacy now, those are things that are going to happen probably in the future. And so through your emotional intimacy, through your talking about this means that you're going to grow. So later down the road, when you hit that again, you guys have already experienced it. You're living in the now and you can understand it. And you may still do some tweaking there. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be some things that you change up. So it's, you know, so it has a different flair to it. And that's cool. I mean, a quickie can happen in the shower. You know, a quickie can happen in many different places. It doesn't always have to happen in your bed. Right. I mean, I remember one of the first times we did the seven days of sex challenge with the whole audience. Um, somebody was writing us that they like, you know, quickie was in the closet like they had a walk-in closet, so they mm. were in the closet. I remember another couple has shared that the laundry room 
is great because a kids stay away from the laundry room like the plague and two you've got all those machines in there making noise to drown out the sound mm-hmm. i thought that was brilliant so if you have a laundry room make use of it yeah Just ours sure. is in our garage so yeah that doesn't work so well because it's right past the door that alex goes out to play basketball yeah that would not work so but you know here's the thing we all have expectations in our marriage right like i you know i enjoy orgasms not gonna lie tony knows that but i also know that he because of the season that we're in he is not ignoring my needs okay it's just because we're talking about the quickie and we're talking about the season of summer and we're talking about how the quickie has become more prevalent that doesn't mean we still don't have those extended love making sessions right Okay, so it's not like we've just suddenly flipped a switch. We've turned the quickie switch on and we only get quickies. Because I will tell you, that's not going to work over the long term. It's not. Um, Some women can orgasm very quickly. And so, you know, she'll be good with that. Some women need more time. You got to know yourself and you got to know your wife. Mm -hmm. Okay. And different stimulations. Sure. Can help with that as well. So, and the reason I say that, and the reason I say it's so important to sit down and have this conversation is because unvoiced expectations become disappointments. Okay. Mm, That's good. That is good. Every once in a while, I just, you know, one liner flies out. And the reason I say that is because I, if I don't voice what my expectations are, then Tony has no way of even attempting to meet my expectations. And I'm going to be disappointed. I am because I'm going to be sitting there going, well, why isn't he doing this? Right? Like we've got time today. Why aren't we doing a long one? Right? Or we only have three minutes. Why is he taking so long? You know, that kind of thing. Right? If he doesn't, if I don't take the time, it's not just the time, it's the investment in my marriage. Mm. Okay. Voicing your expectations is not a drag on your marriage. It is a path to success. Right. Because when you choose not to, and I'm speaking to all of you because I know that everybody out there is just like me. There have been times when you have kept your expectations to yourself. When we don't do that, we put our marriage in a path for frustration, for disappointment, for failure. And Tony doesn't want to fail me. He doesn't. He doesn't want to disappoint me. But if I don't tell him how to succeed, I'm setting him up to do that. And then we both feel bad. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? Why would you not share your expectations with your spouse? Why would you not say, hey, you know what? The kids are home a lot. You know, we're in this place. You know, we're dealing with health. We're dealing with schedules. We might have to do a few more quickies. And part of this, guys, comes back to the fact that you've got to start opening your mouth and talking about your sex life to your spouse. That the emotional intimacy. Okay. Because you know, not doing so is crippling your marriage. I know growing up, most of us were not given the, here's how you're going to talk about sex to your husband or your wife. They don't cover that in sex ed. If anything, it's been, it's been the opposite. It's been the shame game, the guilt game. It's bad. It's horrible. It's, it's nasty. It's dirty. And that is, like Elisa said, it's crippling you from being able to experience the sexual intimacy you desire with your spouse. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, in doing so, 
you're putting your marriage at a disadvantage, right? Saying, you know what? We're in this place. The quickie is okay, right? The quickie still allows the two of you to connect. It still gives you time to be intimate with one another. And and that's what marriage is. That's a super huge component of marriage, intimacy and making intimacy a priority. And I'm not just talking about the physical intimacy because here's what happens. Guys, we've seen it happen in our own marriage. We've seen it happen in the marriages of so many of you that have taken the time to write in and be a hug or get up on the love you guys wall or do whatever. When you start to focus on one area of intimacy in your marriage, guess what happens? The other areas start to pick up. It's like this crazy magnet effect where when you start putting energy into one place, the other areas all rise up. Why? Because they're attracted to that. I don't know. It's probably like one of those law of attraction things. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is that investing in your spouse, investing in your sexual intimacy means that your emotional intimacy is going to come up, right? And so what happens when your emotional intimacy comes up? Your spiritual intimacy rises. Your uh, recreational intimacy rises because guess what? You actually like spending time with this person. Crazy. You know, your financial intimacy rises because just like you need to talk about sex with one another, you need to talk about your finances. Mm-hmm. A- and sometimes you have to, you, well, not sometimes, you have to be willing to be vulnerable in your marriage and saying that, you know, we're going to incorporate the quickie. Right. And here's something I want to bring up because there was a season when we would do quickies and Elisa was dry. It was just, this was a stage where, you know, going from zero to 60, we just couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Because naturally her body wasn't creating the lubrication that was needed. And so in that time period, we we did try and check out numerous different lubrications. And so for those of you who are like, oh, I can't do a quickie, you know, because you're, you guys are already thinking in your mind, husband or wife going, well, I can't because my wife is dry and mm-hmm. it takes, it takes her a long time to get wet. So that way we can enjoy it because we understand that. You know what I mean? When, when your spouse is dry, that, that, that hurts. It, Absolutely. It, it hurts both parties. B- believe me for us guys, that hurts as well. And so we have a post called 11 must have items you need in your bedroom. Number 11 is it's called a uh, fractionated coconut oil lubricant. And this is a way to help you guys out. So that way you're not having to wait mm-hmm. or do extended foreplay to get moving forward. So this is something to check out. Coconut oil is natural. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is a, it's a perfect lubricant that allows you guys to go, Hey, you know what? We don't have to do the extended foreplay here now. We can check this out and you can pick it up on Amazon. I'll also have a link to this post in the show notes so you guys can look through these. But, you know, another thing on there that we've used in the past to help us out, you know, is just a little finger vibrator. Mm-hmm. A- again, it allows us to go, okay, we don't have to have the extended foreplay. It's enough to get Elisa aroused and get her moving. And get her, you know, boom, rolling. And then we can have our quickie. I love. Boom, rolling. Yeah. Apparently that's, boom, that's us. That's us. That's us. The lubrication piece is a big piece. And Tony, I'm glad you brought that up. Because 
I, I will be the first one to tell you guys it was horrible. And that's when I was ready to swear the word quickie out of our sexual vocabulary because I was just miserable. And, and that may be where a lot of you are. You're like, we've tried it. It doesn't work. At least stop talking about this quickie thing. It, it may not work or it may not have worked in the past because of lubrication. It may not have worked in the past because of the lack of communication. It may not have worked in the past because that's all you've been doing. Okay. You know, there has to be this, how do I describe it? You know, there has to be this variety in your lovemaking. It can't all be the same thing. So guys, if you're only rolling over in the middle of the night, grabbing her and wanting to have a quickie, that's not going to work for her. It's not, it's not, you might as well, you know, just skip it because your wife needs to be romanced. Okay. She needs the quickie to be part of the vocabulary, but not the only word. Right. And quite honestly, it's not that great for you to only be having a quickie. Right. Spending time investing in your marriage both ways matters. Yeah. What we, what we want to accomplish through this show is this idea that, that one, the quickie is not a dirty word. That two, it has a place in your marriage. And, and let me just say something here about the length of time of a quickie because some of you have written into us in the past. However the two of you define quickie is up to you. Yeah. For some people, it's a couple minutes. For some people, you know, who typically go two hours or more, and we have some of you out there in the audience, the quickie might be 20 or 30 minutes. Right. However you define quickie is yours. Like I'm not giving you a set definition, right? What I'm saying is, is that you need to consider this as a part of the fabric of your sex life. You know, just like you wouldn't want to look at only plain walls. You know, it's like I think of when you walk into like a brand new home or you walk into an apartment or whatever and you just look around and everything is like the beige carpet and the neutral walls and there's no artwork. There's no nothing. You're just like, okay, well, that's just plain. For some of you, you may be thinking, well, that just described my sex life. Okay, variety is good. Variety brings anticipation into the marriage. Variety brings excitement into the marriage. You need to have variety. You need to look at where you are. I mean, the reason we opened the show with the quote on seasons is because things, things go through seasons. I mean, that's just the way life is. Yeah, and not to be discouraged in that season, I think is the big thing with, you know, hey, yes, would we both enjoy more long lovemaking sessions? Probably. We do enjoy those times together, and yet we're living in the now. We're living in this moment where we're at, knowing that we're going to grow through it, and another season's going to start, just like Elisa said in August. That changes the fabric of how our sexual intimacy will be done. It just will. This season right now, summer 2015, this is what we're finding is working best. And we're going through that, not in a place of, oh my gosh, you know, it was quick and it was done and that was it. No, it was like, that was fun. That was enjoyable. You know, we're, we're sticking it in in places when we only have the time available to us. Sticking it in. That was great phrasing right there. (laughs) Sticking it in. 
There, there you go. I mean, that, apparently that's that's where we're at. We're sticking it in, in just a little tongue-in-cheek humor. Mur. Yes, from laugh. Tony, laugh. Have fun, guys. Have fun with your love making, whether it's five minutes or five hours. You if know, you're at five hours, praise God. <laughs> well, with all the foreplay and romance, and th- you know, what I mean, because you can start at dinner. Five hours. Okay, maybe that was a little long. I needed another five. Okay. Okay, go with me. You know, you just said stick it in. All right. You know, but have fun. Right. Be willing to have variety. Okay. Really be willing. Open it up because some of you may be listening to the show and going, okay, they have just spent 20 minutes talking about having a quickie. Seriously? Yes. Seriously. Yes. Seriously. Because here's the thing. We say this because we're bringing up stuff that's going on in our marriage and we're bringing this stuff up because it's happening in your marriages. Okay, the quickie has a place. Long love making has a place. They both fit in your marriage. They do. They're like you know pieces of a puzzle. And sometimes you're you know you're bumped up against a time constraint. Sometimes you've got you know you're looking at day three of the intimacy lifestyle. In my case, and it's eleven o'clock, and I'm like, ooh, gotta make something happen here, right? Quickie. Yeah, and I just want to bring this around before we close out today that, you know, when I talked about, for me, as the husband, feelings, you know, and this was years ago, where I would just feel guilty. Like, wow, I was able to, you know, experience my orgasm, my ejaculation, and Elisa wasn't. And it was only through talking It was only through us emotionally connecting even afterwards and me truly understanding where her enjoyment was coming from that I was able to wipe away these thoughts that were going through my my mind that was, it was only about me because it's not only about me. Elisa does enjoy this, this time together, you know, even though it is quick, even though she isn't having an orgasm every single time. And so it was through that that I've been able to grow and go, hey, you know what? We're having a quickie. We both know this. And yet I'm not going to walk away feeling, feeling guilty or feeling shameful or feeling like it was only about me. And I just want to piggyback on something that you said there is you said we both know this. Right? So we typically decide before we're going to have sex if it's going to be a quickie or not. Right? That's something that comes up in conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I, I jump into, you know, like that case in point that 11 o'clock, you know, 11 o'clock on a Friday night, which means I've got, you know, 60 minutes and the clock's ticking and Tony wants to get up early to go do a bicycle ride tomorrow. You know, that type of thing. I, I will ask him, do you want to have a quickie? It's, there are afternoons where, you know, we've got kids here, there and everywhere. And we know we've got 30 minutes before somebody has to be picked up or dropped off, you know, whatever. Do you want to do a quickie? it's part of our vocabulary. We've gotten to the point in our marriage where it's okay to say that word out loud. And for some of you, that's the first step, right? Like we need to have a conversation about our sex life. We need to have a conversation about our expectations for our sex life. You know, others of you, you got to just look at the season that you're in and say, are, are we in a season where we need to bring this up a little bit more? You know, and when I say bring it up, I mean actually having the quickie, not just talking about it more. Because sometimes you guys can talk yourselves into not doing anything. 
So talk about it and then do it. Right. And talking about it may mean that, hey, you know what, honey? I am dry. And it's taking me too long to get lubricated up. Pick something up. Try different things. You know, what works for you guys? I'm just saying that may be one experience there. You, you know, the, the other may be, well, it's like the kids are running around. Pick up the sound and sleep machine that we use, the ecotones. Put that thing on so that way you can feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it is for a quickie, you can just turn that thing on. It's okay. Make sure you have a lock on your door. Lock your door. Uh, again, shower. Places that you would normally think of, go for it because you do have a, you know, it is a quick moment in time. And it's not going to be drawn out. So you can just use these areas so that way you can enjoy this time together. And I just want to say, gosh, you are just like, you're like swinging me all these like low hanging fruit. The moment in time is really important, guys. Don't pass up an opportunity to connect because you only have a couple of moments, right? Sometimes we say, well, you know, we don't have enough time, so we're not going to do anything. The reality is, is that if you have enough time, do it. Okay. Don't waste moments connecting with one another because you've got to have this big elaborate lovemaking session. If you've got 10 minutes, take it because those are precious moments with your spouse that you don't ever get the chance to get back. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't you rather have a quickie and have that connection than look back and say, wow, we missed a lot of moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys. So take those moments this week. Go have a quickie or two or three. Report back to us. Let us know how it goes. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can email us directly at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You know, we'll, we'll we'll use it as a hug and we'll make sure it's anonymous so you don't have to worry about that. We love you guys. Go out this, this week and join us as we have our quickies. We love you guys. Take care. <laughs>